1: post your free job on linkedin.com recommend today. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome
2: network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store
3: to make the switch today. When this happened, you talked about it on the fan. Manning back, steps up, teams one down the middle of the field, into the
0: end zone, and Knicks makes the catch for the touchdown! He went up with a big hand,
3: Sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app.
2: All right, right two back on The Fan, BT and Sal, Brands and Tierney, Sal Licata Show. I want to get sedated. That's fans looking for a little uh, little reprieve here, a little respite from hopefully not the reality of a uh, dark season. This is... Now it could turn the news with Stearns was fairly ominous, but i I can't remember, and maybe I'm just missing something obvious. And if I am, by all means check me, call me out. We'll get back to these phones. But Keith, like this just this feels like there's no hope. Going into the season for the Mets. Nah,
4: hope springs eternal. It's spring training. Some people mm. haven't even got down there yet. Like, we wait all winter for this. We we want to erase that 75 win season from our Come on. We can't I can't I can't okay. jump in that on it, man. I'm good. trying to find any ounce of positivity. I know I'm a Yankee fan, and the Yankees were eighty-two and eighty last year, and I can't wait for them to start just that first game. So it's like, yo, don't 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 even mention eighty-two and eighty anymore. Mm. But man, uh I just I can't escape the fact it, that this it, is so on brand and that we've seen this before and it's like every year we already ran through the names of Edwin Diaz, Justin Verlander, Jacob DeGrom. There's, there's probably more. There's Mets fans listening. They probably can go through a whole list. Wait till you see on Twitter where they're going to be like, how many years have yeah. we started off spring training? I just went to look to see if, if Sal put anything out, and yesterday he put out, now it feels like baseball season, almost preemptively saying, like, yeah. was expecting this. He did. You didn't do enough in the off season,
2: and the guy that you were banking on in this weak rotation, now you don't have him. So now what do you have? Uh, by the way, Sal's back tomorrow. As uh, you guys know, we've talked about it a lot, but uh, keep those prayers coming. His family needs it, and he appreciates it. Sal's back tomorrow. Uh, and I said yesterday with C Mac, I appreciate You know, it's fun. Listen, uh, I think you and I did one show, the draft show, right? With Sal a couple of years ago? Yeah. And um, Kim, Joe. At FanDuel. Joe, right? Was yeah. that, that was great. Yeah, that was fun, but I think that's the only time you and I have actually really worked together. This is our together. first show together. I've done
4: shows with yeah. Sal. I've done shows with Evan, with C-Mac. I've done the afternoon drive. I've never done the midday. I, I popped in on the midday when it was Moose and Maggie when I first started. Okay. Uh, but this is actually, yeah, my first time sitting in on the midday and our first time doing a show together.
2: Yeah, it's been good so far. So Keith is here today, and, and he's stepping up today, and C-Mac stepped up yesterday. Silo stepped up. Um, earlier in the week, so everybody pitching in for our guy, Sal. Let's get back to you, 877-337-6666. I, listen, man, I might have to really defend Mets fans with – I might have to uh, – this could get ugly here because I don't know if I'm going to have – I'm going to take the call. I don't know if I'm going to have this. If if it's as aggressive as, as what's written on the screen, we're going to have an issue because it says Kenny up in the Bronx, and it says, happy for Mets pain. Ken, what's going on, dude? Kenny. Caddy? Oh, you gotta be kidding! There's nothing more that 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 absolutely drives me. Insane. Happens to me all the time at night. I can't stand
4: that. I put people to sleep. I'm like, are you there? <laughs> going
2: once, going twice. You know, it's probably good that we didn't get him because that. It, listen, you. Yeah, are, he came
4: in with negativity, yeah. and he didn't even get to express it. Yeah, good. And you he's know, in the Bronx where the Yankees play, so he probably was going to say, "Aha, yeah. serves you right." This is what I was saying to you during the break. That like. The Mets got to feel a little bit of that 101-win 101 se- 101 season, riding high, should have won the division, but yet, like, didn't even win the division, didn't even get to feel postseason success. No. And now two years later, it's like you're right back to the misery, the doom and gloom, the same old. Like, and I literally said, man, with David Stearns coming in, this is going to be the start of, like, and I know it's literally the start and we're not there yet, but, like, the start of no more LOL Mets, perennial contenders on the way and maybe shaking off the on-brand stuff, the stuff that we
2: like. But it's, like, inevitable. Here's the thing. Now, and I want to get a little separation from the season and the big picture, even though they they kind of intersect, obviously. But if I told you, and this is to Keith's point about when Cohen came in and, you know, he dropped the three- to five-year edict, which, to be fair, he walked back a little bit. And and I, I appreciated when he said that because he was talking to the Met fan That needed some life pumped back into their lungs. So I I was fine with that. I thought it was actually a good move. And now it hasn't worked out yet. uh, And we hope it does. But he did walk it back a little bit here. But imagine two years ago, Keith, if I said Otani. Now, this isn't the Mets' fault. Otani, he doesn't want to come. Uh, Yamamoto, he ain't coming. (sighs) Soto's not coming to Queens, no matter what. You know, I mean, Mets fans think he's not. Judge. They said Judge was going to potentially sign. They didn't even call the Yankees about Judge. Like, part of the allure... And I'm not coming hard on Cohen here. I want to be fair. But part of the allure with Cohen's arrival was that when the Superstar was available, the Mets would get at least half of them. They've got none. Yeah. Yeah.
4: It's the reality. I I can't lean into it because I already get the bad rap. No, but it's true. As soon as you posted me, I saw some Mets fans like, no, no way will I listen to Keith. But yeah, I, I said, you know, sometimes guys don't want to put on that Mets jersey. And there's something that comes with the like whole Mets stigmatism, and like it's it's unavoidable. But you thought that this was different. We all thought, okay, here comes the billionaire owner. He's going to be able to change things. Can't run from it. It's uh, more of the same. It's a pattern. This is three years in a row that the ace goes down. Yeah. But let's not overreact too much because we don't know how long it's going to be. But it just sucks because I have, a, I have a ton of friends that are Mets fans, and you know, you got to pump your chest out a little bit, especially looking at the Yankees, and we're always going to do that. We we can't run from that either, right? Big brother, little brother, it's the same city, what the Yankees have been for all of these years, what the Mets haven't been, and now Juan Soto is here, new shiny toy, and now people are talking about the Yankees as a World Series favorite, and it's like we're going right back to where we were. But I won't, I won't subscribe to that so quickly because that pressure that's on the Yankees – The Yankees haven't done it in 15 years. Yeah, no, it's real. The Yankees have a, a ton of pressure and high expectations on them. And the Met fan will be the first one to laugh when the Yankees fall short. So, uh, you know, don't feel so miserable so fast and don't feel like, oh, look at the Yankees. They got Juan Soto, Aaron Judge, Garrett Cole, all these great players, and we have nothing. It's baseball. No one can predict baseball. We got to let it all play out. I
2: I wouldn't feel miserable if I'm a Mets fan. I wouldn't feel miserable about the possible, you know, excitement that the Yankee fan is, is about to enjoy or receive. I would feel miserable because the prospects for a competitive season, to me, feel as if they're remote. Almost none. You know, and the one thing, and I, that last call, Jerry, up in the Bronx, and he calls me, me and Sal a lot. Listen, it's one thing. I'm happy that that call didn't go through uh, because it's one thing. You know, and me and Sal do it all the time. 2000 World Series, Yankees, Mets, King Cohen, stop. He hasn't earned to take it off. All, all right, like the whole ban- banter that Yankees and Mets fans and Jets and Giants, to a lesser extent, have. But if you partake in enjoyment when there's an injury. I mean, honestly, you just, you're just a loser. I, and I don't, like to, I don't like to use that word very often. If you take pleasure in somebody else's pain, there's something wrong with yeah, you. Yeah,
4: I think both of us, too, have compassion as former athletes that both have been hurt. Like, you don't root for injury. You don't, you don't celebrate a guy getting hurt at all. I am honestly, like, crushed for my friends that are Mets fans. Because I, I was on this whole week trying to sell you that, hey, they have an opportunity to perform better than expectations. The expectations are low, and that's a good thing. Mm-hmm. But you just got a gut punch. You just took another you just took another gut punch and it's like it happens every year. Now,
2: by the way were the Mets fans buying that as you were as you Some were, yeah some were calling and it?
4: saying Keith I appreciate the optimism. No one can predict baseball. We don't know, right? There there are guys on this team that if they play to the back of their baseball cards and if they are healthy this yep. team should be able to compete but like when you're when you're actually thinking about this rotation and the lineup the lineups that they're going
2: to face in the National League Ugh. It's tough. It's daunting. Connor's in Hampton Bays. Let's get back to you guys. BT and Sal. Keith is in for Sal today. What's up, Connor? Hey, how's it going, guys? Uh, Good talking to you this morning. Just wanted to chat some shop about the Mets. Let's
5: go. All right, so here's the thing. Uncle Steve comes into town, right? And we're expecting just the seas depart and everything to become bright and sunny overnight. That's not how this works. You guys know that. I know this. I'm a... I'm a perpetually paying sports fan. I'm an Islanders fan. I'm a Mets fan. It's, I haven't seen a lot of success Who's in my your lifetime. football
2: team? Don't say the Jets, dude. Please don't say the Jets. Oh, God,
5: no, no. I'm a Giants fan. My there dad came go. to America in 86. You know, mm-hmm. so the Mets won the Game 7 on his birthday. Mm. And the Giants won the Super Bowl the year he came to America. So um, nice. he got, we got sucked into that, which is pretty cool. But, um, I mean, look at the numbers. I mean, going into this season, what were we hoping to do? We were hoping to build on this team. We were hoping to promote some youth. And we were hoping to build for the future. Yep. How does that change now? How come? How come? Since Kodai goes down, I gotta tell you why. Yeah, that's, that's I'll tell that's you that's why. horrible. No,
2: it doesn't. Now that that's actually a really good point, Connor. It doesn't change the future. What it does, though, is make the if, if this is as bad as hmm, I think it could be, or some other surmise as well, it compli- right. it complicates the now, and it makes the now much less appealing. Like there was a chance. You know, if Sangha made 30 starts and he was a legit ace and an all-star and Severino bounces back and this and that, and like, I, you could at least conjure up enough enthusiasm to say, well, you know, as they bridge to the future, which is hopefully a lot brighter, maybe this year is at least tolerable. But without Sangha I, I, I just don't feel I just, it. I, I hear you. I do.
5: And listen, I listen to you every day at work and I scream at the radio most of the time. This is the first time that I finally picked up the phone.
2: Now, do you, but, you yell uh, at Sal more or do you yell at me more? Probably Sal, right?
5: Both of you. Both of you. <laughs> you're both wild.
1: Yeah. You know, I there's.
2: <laughs>
5: yeah. But, you know, you were talking a couple of weeks ago about how this guy on the Yanks is going to have a bounce back year. This guy's going to have a bounce back year. This guy's going to have a bounce back year. Why can't. Lindor have a bounce back year. Why can't can. McNeil go back to his well, old way? Absolutely can. He, he Mar- hey,
2: you know he, he could. Well, first of all, Lindor doesn't need to bounce back from anything. Lindor is, now the only thing that Lindor's got to do is come out of the shoot hitting, you know, two ninety in April rather than two oh three and the OPS low seventies. Good it's, year. He just started off slow. But but that's a problem for a team that's got no margin for error. Your bet. Here's the thing. Let me push you in this direction, Keith. No, no, and not to make it just about Lindor, but because Lindor's numbers were outstanding. So for Slug, right? he's very good. Terrific, right? But the Mets, if they're going to do anything this season, Lindor's got to flex in April. Must. Yeah. He's got to lead the way. He's
4: talking about being a leader. Talk is good and all that, but no, he's got to hit, and it's got to happen right away. There can't be this ramp up. There can't be like, oh, well, we're already... X amount of games 11 back. 11 and
2: 21.
4: Yeah, and Can't now you start it. getting hot. I, I always go back to June, right? This is another thing I was saying to the Mets fans. I think there's a 0% chance that you go a whole month without winning a series. When they lost every series in June, you knew they were punting at the deadline. Yeah. I mean, they kicked the Thomas Morstead punt at the deadline. Down at the one. Five days from the deadline, when you, when you wave the white flag and you trade d-rob for 18 year old kids Mm -hmm. that that signaled to everybody in baseball like it's a wrap and man i just i don't know coming back from that this year you want to try to build off something you want to try and sell the fans on something more than uh you know come to the stadium and get a mets hockey jersey and right now we're grasping at straws this hurts Which are pretty dope, by the way. Those hockey jerseys are pretty sweet. I I like those. I have applauded the Mets and their giveaways. The Yankees are copying. They're going to have a a Yankees hockey jersey this year. Yeah. I didn't know. That's going to be sick. They have great giveaways.
2: Um, They're worth going to the ballpark for. Yeah. Although I don't love biting off the Mets with anything. But if it means we get a Yankee hockey jersey. It's not going to look like the Mets
4: hockey jersey. I understand that.
2: But the concept of the the whole hockey jersey. The The Mets
4: Mets had a basketball jersey. The Yankees roll out number 99 basketball jerseys. The Mets had a hockey jersey. Now the Yankees are going to have a hockey jersey. I am going to get one. Yeah, so am I. Let's get Dave and Freehold,
2: BT and Sal. What's going on, Dave? How you doing?
6: Hey, guys. How are you? Thanks for taking the call. Got it. So, obviously, I heard the news this morning about Senga, and you were just talking with the last caller about bounce-back years from uh, McNeil and what have you, and everybody's running on the Yankees' bandwagon, and the Yankees definitely have a better team, but they're going to need a lot of bounce-back years from a lot of their players as well. I mean, Judge has obviously got to bounce back. Hopefully he doesn't get hurt. Soto is obviously a great pickup. But D.J. LeMahieu, Anthony Rizzo, uh, you know, other than other than Garrett Cole, Rondon, uh, you know, mm-hmm. the Cortez, they got a lot of guys that got to bounce back as well. I agree.
4: And John I mean, Carlos I mean,
6: Stanton. <laughs> and, and as far as the Mets go, I mean, I agree with what Stearns is doing. I don't think you go out and panic and signing Jordan Montgomery for, I'm sure he's going to hold him up now for a ridiculous amount of money. Listening to Stearns this morning, it doesn't sound like Singh is going to be out the whole year. He did say it's a non-surgical uh, injury he's got. Now, whether that's true or not, we don't know. But also, even if the Mets go out and sign Jordan Montgomery, or Matt Snell, take your pick, listen, the Dodgers and the Braves and the Phillies are just that much better. So why throw all this money into something that, unless some crazy, crazy, crazy things happen, the Mets are not going to go far. even if they made the playoffs. I agree. So why not build, So why not continue to build from within? And here's just a crazy thought for you guys. It, it, Maury, and I asked the, the gentleman that answered the phone. Mauricio, I know he's out for the year, but... <laughs> but
4: Is he out for the if whole this year? This
6: guy was shortstop in the minor leagues. Come the trade deadline, do you do you even explore the possibility of trading Lindor? Because you can probably get a whole hell of a lot for him. And then going into 2025, I mean, you've got Mauricio with short. Hopefully, either Beatty or the Nudos will win the third base spot. Yeah. You've got Francisco yeah. Alvarez, who could possibly you know, turn into a real stud as a catcher. Hopefully, they're going to sign Alonzo, because you can't replace... Dave, let me ask you this, Dave. Hold on,
2: let me let me jump in for one sec, my friend. So the Lindor stuff, the contract makes it fairly, fairly prohibitive in in my opinion. And Lindor's a good player, but he's getting a little older, middle of the diamond, big money. All right. I don't think it's an easy sell, but some others might disagree. Who would you rather have for the next five years? if you can't have both, Alonzo or Lindor? As a Mets fan. Probably Alonzo. Probably Alonzo. Okay, Keith, do you agree with that? Alonzo for five?
4: No, I'm taking. I'm taking Lindor's defense. He's
2: a switch hitter. Me too. Like, no, he's going to age more gracefully. He can always play second.
4: Yeah, um, I I thought he was going to say Lindor. I wasn't expecting him to say Alonzo, especially especially where where we are, where Lindor is actually here, signed, sealed, delivered. Alonzo is not getting an extension. Yeah, and if he has a down year. You know what comes after that.
2: Well, think about this, too. Now, to be fair, to the last caller, and I'm sure other Mets fans would say Alonzo as well, and this is something that we, we can relate to as, as fans but not specific to this, a lot of that is sentimentality. I think people who, if I ask every Mets fan, next five years, Alonzo or Lindor, I think a, maybe not a lot, but a decent amount of those who say Alonzo, a lot of that is rooted in he's gonna he's the greatest Mets position player of all time, he's going to be a Hall of Famer, he's going to hit 500 home runs, and that means something to them, which I respect.
4: Yeah, I don't, I I mean, I know you can't replace a guy that hits homers like that, and you also can't replace your guy. We literally have a Pete Alonzo jersey hanging over us right now. I know how Pete Hoffman feels about MVP. I know how the Mets fans feel about the polar bear, their guy. Uh, some Mets fans do not love Lindor at all. Some of the criticism he was getting early in the year, like, they don't want this guy here. A it was justified. But respect, like, you got to respect that he's one of the best shortstops in the game. He's, he's taking on the leadership role, and like you said, he's going to age better. He's here, switch hitter. The, the glove is like, when we're talking about defense, comparing Alonzo's defense to Lindor's defense, it's, it's Lindor all day, every day. Here's something I just saw on Twitter. Mike Puma put out there that David Stearns indicated Senga's replacement to start the season will likely come from the group the group of Tyler McGill, Jose Buto, and Joey Lucchese. Mm-hmm. So they're about to assess in spring training mm-hmm. which one of them looks the best, yep. and then they're just going to plug one of those guys in. Is that good enough for everybody? No, I, but I it's probably so. the, it's the smart but that's, move. That's what, yeah, you, they're already there. That you don't have to spend any more money. It's just like, man, and, and where, where, where we are in baseball, to think that like just two years ago, you were going toe-to-toe with the Braves, or you thought you were, and... Life comes at you fast. Um, now it's the Nationals that you're pretty much going to be battling. But you can't do like people bought season tickets, uh, right? You hear Evan talking about his season tickets. People paid for their season tickets. People are going to show up expecting you to compete. Yeah, you, you and don't... I were having the conversation about them. You think they're a bottom ten team? I do. I thought I thought they were more of a middle middle of the pack Schmidt, yeah. ten team, and that can get you to the postseason if you don't have a clear cut ace.
2: What's the point of even getting into the dance? What's the point of even getting into a wild card round? Yeah, yeah. I listen. You just mentioned Evan with the tickets. I mean, I mean, I, I love his commitment. I mean, if he hasn't learned by now that the Mets have burned them, let's stop buying tickets. You know what I mean? Like- no, but he's a. You know, he's a locked-in, all awesome Mets fan. My Mets
4: Bible, he's a Mets fan. He's going to go there and watch them regardless. Well, then don't complain about it. Was he complaining or no? Well, he was talking about how they raised prices, they I did. believe. They did. They did. Jets did that. Jets did that That's part too, of Keith. the business plan. Of course it is. They're going to do that regardless, whether it's Zach Wilson playing quarterback.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or whether it's Joey Lucchese yeah. making the start. And you like, have an option. Go or don't go. And Evan elects to go, which I respect, but then don't complain about it. I just, hate that.
4: I just hate that this sours uh, the beginning of a season, and it's Thursday, and and this week we were starting to get the calls, and even hosts like myself, Evan, and, and and some others, saying that, "Hey, let's not just write the Mets off." And then the baseball gods are like, "Uh, Kodai Senga's out," and the I Mets know. fans are I like, "I know, I know, it's." You can't it's sell them. You, you can't even sell them on anything right now.
2: Eight seven seven, except the future, and that's what you gotta latch onto. But it's I, always, it I always say it's
4: always wait. Met, the know. Met fan always has to
2: wait, wait on the future. The future was supposed to be now. That's true. That's true. He's not wrong. 877-337-6666. BT and Sal on the fan.
1: happened you talked about it on the
3: fan and the ball game's over and the giants have won super bowl 46 when new york sports happens talk about it here the fan 1019 fm and always live on the
2: free odyssey app all right, twenty-eight. back on the fan. It is the Brandon here. to the show. B.T. and South. Keith is in today. Boom, We've got the crown coming up at noon with the top story. Also, Julius Randall, I'm going to say this. Um, a little, not not enough to make a massive stink out of it, but I've got to get a few things off my chest later. I feel like Nick fans are 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 being unfair, and uh, I've seen a little Randall disrespect out there, which I do not like and will not tolerate. So we'll get to that a little later. Keith, uh, let's get back to these Mets calls. Mets fans grass. I mean, it's at the point now, and I didn't like the rotation coming into the year. Everybody knows that. We had a caller, I don't know, 10, 12 minutes ago, call up and say, this is going to be the Mets' worst rotation ever. Not ever. And that's what he said, which I'm not even saying I agree. But the fact that that's a thought now, year four of Cohen,
4: yeah, does it doesn't make it is sense. incredible.
2: What's the point of having the richest owner in the sport?
4: What's the point of your payroll being that high? You can't just, nah, I don't know. I am I am not a Mets fan, but I'm a baseball fan. Yep. I love baseball so much. I love going to the ballpark. I have friends that I only really see at the ballpark, and I know you guys can relate as fans as well. You don't want to have this feeling going into the season like we're cooked. What's the use? I'm not bothering to buy tickets. I'm not going to. Like, it, it's just such a killjoy. I just – I don't know. I, I feel for you as fans because you want to get the taste of 75 wins out of your mouth. You want to feel something. You want to believe in something. It's tough right now. It's tough right now. But I, I just – I say, you know, kind of hold on to that. It's February 22nd. Kodai Senga is supposed to be speaking now. Mm. Let's see what the man himself says and – uh Let's see what spring training holds for the team. There's going to be some bright spots with guys like Francisco Alvarez, obviously Lindor, Pete Alonzo, getting to see Marte back out there. There's going to be some bright spots with the new guys, maybe Harrison Bader, uh, his glove. We all know he's got one of the best – you know, gloves and footwork in center field. Luis Severino's got good stuff when he's on. Like, maybe there's some positives to come once they start playing games, and the games are about to start. The first game is today, the uh, Dodgers-Padres, and then the Yankees
2: and Mets start playing this weekend. Yeah, I mean, the thing about baseball that's tough, When forget about the Mets for a second, but when things go off the rails... Yeah, and watch some of the old Yankeeographies, by the way, when the Mattingly one in particular, when they showed some of his old home runs, not vintage Mattingly, but during the Stump Merrill era, there was literally not a Kevin Moss, not a person in no, right I know. field. To empty. me, that is like, I, I, I've empty. gone back to
4: look at those clips. I've never been in, in, obviously, the new Yankee Stadium, but like the old Yankee Stadium being empty to me, it's like, Almost like uh, the movie I Am Legend. There's, like, nobody in the city. It doesn't make sense. It's, like, not real. But it
2: happened, so it was real. And my point is, even, like, during a bad Jets and Giants season... You can still tailgate. It's the energy of football. The Knicks have been down. Let, you know this the dude, garden is always. It's tight. the garden, dude. You got you know Kobe or LeBron or one of these superstars coming in, and, and at least it, you know it gives you a little something here. You go to a baseball game in like August or September when your team stinks. Like we went, to, I had to pay off the Lindor bet a year ago. Wear the Lindor jersey. Me, Hoff, and Sal went. Uh, they played the Pirates. Peterson started. Walked three, four guys in the first. That it was awful. There was nobody there. And, man, if that's what we're looking at again, that's just, woof. Let me get Joe down in North Carolina, BT and Sal. Keith is here today. What up, Joe? Joe.
7: Hey, how's it going, guys? All right. Good. I, I got a, I got a quick story that, that maybe will help the Mets fans out a little bit. About 15 years ago, I was in a deli, looked down at the paper while I was waiting for my egg sandwich, and I'm mumbling under my breath because I've been a Mets fan since I'm 10 years old and I'm 63 now. And the guy standing next to me looks at me, hears me grumbling, and he goes, Hey, you realize they don't pay your mortgage, right? And it's just a game.
2: Oh. And I was like, "Wow!" It's like a brats tail here. He's hundred percent right, Mickey Mantle. Yeah. Hundred percent right.
4: So, but that doesn't so work here then, on I the really fan because all of us care so much. Yeah, <laughs> like, it does, like you're you're talking to people that like we we live and die with this daily. We set our life to first pitch. Like it matters to us, and we know that they don't pay our money, but we don't care. We want to win. We want to feel something, and. That entertainment that comes from baseball and our team, like it's it's primary to us. Well it does, said, that doesn't though. work for us. Well said. Uh, well I, said.
7: I get it. I get it. I'm the same way, man. I watch every game. I watch 150 games a year. I live in North Carolina. I moved down here 15 years ago. Yep. There's no bigger fan than me. But There's no baseball down there. The point where it's a, no, there isn't. But I still watch every game.
8: Mm-hmm.
7: I go to Atlanta when they're in Atlanta. But the point is, if you, you can't let sports get you to the point where it's mentally affecting you. That's yeah, but it does.
2: Point. No, no, Joe, just... listen. Who, Joe, <laughs> yeah, don't... Who, Joe, who are you to inject logic into a day like this?
4: It doesn't work.
2: We don't need your common the sense. wrong place for it. Dude, take that drivel and stay in North Carolina. <laughs> you left 15 years ago, man. You don't have the same heartbeat that we have. There's here, not
4: one person that's a Mets fan listening to that and saying, yeah, you're yeah, right. He's right. Doesn't matter. Come on. Now, At again, least the he, sun is shining today.
2: Yeah, right. Now, <laughs> he's not wrong. Nobody wants to hear it, dude. Let me get Chris up in Syracuse on the Free Odyssey app. Chris, BT and Sal. What's going on, Chris? Chris. Psst, yo, Chris, you're on. I mean, listen, we've had a couple of dead ones here today. Let's get to Harlem. The Harlem is uh is always ready. What's up, Ant?
9: I'm ready, boys. What's going I on? I feel what's like it's teeth
2: in the overnight for people sleeping. Yeah, there's a couple uh, of people sleeping on the job today. What, I, what's going on?
9: Listen, guys. I mean, I'm a Mets fan, and I know you guys are both Yankee fans, but this, this is the reality of the situation. This guy bought the team four years ago, and the owners handed him Sandy Alderson as a governor to keep him in check. So he had Sandy for two years, and after they won 101 games, he added Max and Verlander and ballooned the payroll to $330 million. That didn't work. So what did he do? He ate salary to get better prospects. Any Mets met fans that's a realist looking at this team going into the season with Kodai Senga if you thought that they were better than a 500 team like you're fooling yourself so this season for me has been about it's about Alvarez can Batty become a major leaguer can Bantos become the DH I want to see Jet Williams by the break I'd love to see Acuna in September it's about mm-hmm. five man and I think you honestly this is not going to be popular with Mets fans you trade Alonzo you do not sign him to this guy's going to want eight years with Boris. And if you think that Stan fell off a cliff at 34, wait till you see what's going to happen to this guy with that body type. You get a young pitcher and you make it about the future because the future is beautiful if you have young prospects and good young players, guys. Thank
2: you. You know, it's, it's an interesting call. You know where I stand on the Alonzo stuff. I'd love to see him stay, but from a baseball point of view, I would trade him. You know that. I don't need to reset it every time. Well, it's going to be interesting, though, Keith, and we saw Judge compartmentalize this amazingly, dealing with the pressure and the contract status hovering over his head. Everybody knows that Pete's a prodigious, elite, all-time, if it's true, it's not hyperbole, all-time home-run hitter, but we don't know how he's going to process it. And he did hit two twelve last year. Like, that is going to be really interesting. If the Mets aren't good, which they probably won't be, and they're kind of out of it, and... He's scuffling like he's chasing a big bag. He might want to get out of here. <laughs> Not for nothing, you changing the tune now, yeah, and now.
4: I mean, I, today on. it's uh, now that now it seems like we're getting calls where Kodai saying it gets hurt, and now everybody's like, "Well, trade Pete Alonzo." But now Pete Alonzo might be like, "Actually, maybe I want to escape. Maybe I uh, want to run from this." You know, well, the last well. few years, everybody was getting paid. I didn't get paid, yeah. and it seems like the in- inevitable of something bad happening. Happening, Edwin Diaz. Now, is saying, like, maybe I want to put on a different jersey. Maybe I do want to run from this. Maybe I don't want to be here and lose. Maybe I don't want to be here and just always run into the doom and gloom the other shoe about to drop.
2: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. If he
4: has a down year, I don't know. We'll see. That's why we watch.
3: When this happened, you... T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours Talked about it on the fan. Play fake. Jones rolls left. Rolls left. Wide open for the touchdown is Bellinger. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan 1019FM and always live on the Free Odyssey app.
2: All right, BT and Sal back on the fan. It is 1144 on this Thursday. Keith is in for Sal. Sal is back tomorrow. The crowd is coming up next. Got a little Julius Randle something for you. So I've done this with everybody. Uh, CeeLo was in the other day. C-Mac was in yesterday. Keith today, as I said. And uh, I need you to chime in on this. I've got three names. And without, you know, don't process too deep. Obviously, give it a second to calculate. But I want your home run predictions. going to give you three guys. Just give me a number. You ready? Yep. <clears throat> Judge.
4: I already saw they have... Judge projected to hit 46. I got to go over. If he stays healthy, he's hitting 50. What's your I'm gonna number? Him, What's I'm going to put number? him right at five zero. He's going to get 50. 5 on the dot. Boom. Um, Soto. Soto. I think so. Didn't Soto just have
2: his career high for home runs? And I think the book says about 35 and a half, 36 is their projected over under right now. You
4: got to factor in some of those pop-ups to the short porch. Mm-hmm. I think I'm... I, I'm going to put him at 40 because I was asked this question at the Pinstripe Pride event, and I said, combined, they would hit 90.
2: So. Okay, you got to get – excuse me, consistency. All right, so I think that Soto's average – just is a quick aside before I give you the other name, then we'll get back to these calls, 877-337-6666. I think that – Soto's average is going to go up, mm-hmm. as you know. A lot of his home runs are the other way. Yeah, I believe, unlike Giambi and Tashera from the left side, and others who came here lefties that just get pull happy, excuse me, pull happy. Seeing three fourteen away, uh, he is so immersed in his routine; he's not changing his approach. I don't think that he already that will, spoke on it. Yeah, he no, I know. no, he well, said well, it's one thing to speak on It's another thing when you get in the batter's box and you're yeah, one you're for twenty? To and get there, yeah. You know, and the Yankee fans are a little tough to start, and you know, maybe you're. I'm, I'm just saying, as a team. Eight and eight and seven—it's nothing great, and your numbers aren't that great. Staring back at the scoreboard, you get a little happy. You try to hit some bombs. I don't think you'll do that, uh, but I think the average goes up. I've got Soto below forty. I'd be surprised if he hits more than four. I don't think he's going to. He's not like this. I like home. Him to hit forty. Uh, yeah, but I'd rather him hit three twenty. And Stanton hit thirty.
4: Imagine Stanton. If- ain't Stanton. He's, he's not hitting thirty. Hit 30. But imagine Cokes, he, he's Stanton. actually back in shape and stays healthy the whole year and can mash 30
2: home runs. I'll take 20 from him, 25. Yeah, I mean, 20 wouldn't stun me. And the other one was Alonzo. Give me the number. So you got Judge on the even 50. You got Soto at 40. And Alonzo's what? Right in the middle at 45. If he's healthy all year. Okay. All right, we just wanted to get you on the record with that. All right, let's get back to the phones. 877-337-6666. Teddy up in Whitestone on the fan. Teddy, what's going on, bud?
8: ABT, you're killing me, bro. With? I'm a big-time Mets fan. Okay. I'm a big-time Islander fan. This this town is for the Rangers and the Yankees. But I, want, I, I understand one thing. You also as a Jets fan, and you see what happened to the Jets afterwards. So all these predictions that you're making are not huh. going to happen. So that's all I'm going to say. And I'm doing this for Evan, and I'm doing this for Hoffman. And, uh, yeah, and we'll my get boy, Sally, let's go Mets. No, no, hold on. Don't hang what up, is, Teddy. Yeah, Teddy. Don't
2: hang up. I love it. I love it. Now. What did he do? Well, I, I think he's, he, I think in his mind, he's putting me in, his, in my, pl- I don't know, calling out like erroneous predictions. A like, I don't know what he's doing. What are you doing? What are you trying to say? That I'm bringing like unnecessary darkness to the Mets? Like, well, I don't know exactly what you mean. You're giving us the Malukis. That's what you're doing. You're no. Giving us the I'm telling you what it is. You're not good. Yet.
8: Yet. Well. Well, here's what I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say this. The New York Mets got the best prospects in baseball. No, right they don't. Now. That's not that's Whatever not that's, that's not
2: factually right now, true. Teddy, that's not factually true. You can't just make um, stuff up, dude. What are we, top five? Come on. No, no, top I'm talking okay, okay, so name the hold on, name the Met prospect that's in the top ten. Or the top twenty or the top thirty. They've got some guys, but they're all like in that fifty to hundred range.
8: Yeah, you're right about that. Yeah, and yeah technicality, yeah. but
2: Teddy, I'm on your side, accounting. Teddy. Teddy, yeah. can, can we make amends? I'm on your side. I'm just telling you it's good. But I've also said this before saying right, his injury. Let's go,
8: back, let's go back to Alonzo right now. Okay, go ahead. Ever since that day they took his shirt off, he went on a diet, he's starting to lose weight. And I don't know if you know this or not, but him and his wife got a divorce. And what happens to guys when they get divorced from their wife? They get
2: skinnier.
4: So, <laughs> I don't know. I, didn't I don't know. That. make light of that. I, did man, know that. I didn't know either one it. of those things. I didn't know he got a divorce, and I didn't know that guys get skinny when they get divorced.
2: I, I didn't know about either one of those either. I don't care. Uh, I'm not here to you know, <laughs> body shame Pete Alonzo with a shirt. Was I a little surprised he was a little more? We young, are grasping a at straw. The Mets is, is trying to
4: latch on to anything. Yes. We have top prospects. Francisco Alvarez is not a prospect uh, He's here.
2: <laughs> Pete Alonso has slimmed down. Yeah. He's uh, divorced now. Oh, dude. What? Uh, by the way, tomorrow uh, the return of my guy Sal. Game seven, right at this time. Game seven of the BT and Sal Baseball Card World Series. It is on. That is tomorrow, right in this window, eleven forty-ish. Um, Hoff. I also promised open up the mic, buddy. Been quiet today. Been quiet all week. Um, thirty seconds. If if you want to be optimistic, whatever's in your heart about the Mets with Cody. Kodai, pardon me. What you think they might do, what you think they might be. Talk to your Met brethren. Go ahead.
9: This is the best thing that could happen, that this injury took place now. Because mm-hmm. I'm tired of the injuries happening the day before opening day. Um, I think David Stearns is smart enough to pivot the way he needs to. I know he may not say it. And Dove off air said something I'm going to repeat because he's very smart. If David Stearns goes out, yeah, we're going to go sign somebody. The, the price...
2: Tag is oh, yeah. skyrocketing for the Mets anyway. I mean, it's not that it's, Dove it, is very smart. That's business one-on-one. It's called okay. leverage. He is smart, but it's let's right, leverage. Right, but, the, but the, po- the point is, is David Stearns is not going to
9: go out there and say, you know what, we're on the market for a starting yeah, pitcher. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, the, there price. Goes, the, the yeah. price tag goes up. So Oop. let let David Stearns do what he has to do. And this entire season, regardless, Keith nailed it. It's an evaluation year as far as they're mediocre in baseball today, there's a lot of media mediocrity. I agree. Mets fit right in there. You don't... If Kodai Singer comes back
4: in June, and they're still
9: around 500, it's perfect. It's Trade exactly where you want to be.
2: Okay,
4: okay. That's uh, fair. Can I add this right now, and shout out to the Twitch chat, twitch.tv slash WFAN. Everybody in the Twitch chat is saying, Pete did not get divorced. Uh, Pete's not divorced. Why would his wife leave before he gets paid? <laughs> so can we <laughs> fact true. check all that? Like... Uh. What was that call? I, that last know, call that man. we took. What was that call?
2: I don't know. But if you're gonna get divorced, stick around till. Uh, and not to make a light of that, because it's not, you know, especially if you have kids. But if, if you know if your husband's like about to get two hundred million dollars, not even grasping at
4: straws, making up stuff that's not true. That's why
2: I was like, wait, I didn't hear that. I don't know that. <laughs> Mike's on Staten Island. Mike BT and Sal with Keith sitting in for Sal. What's up, Mikey? What's up, gentlemen? All
0: right. So listen, I- I'm going to take this from a different angle. Okay. You guys, and Keith, you you brought this up before, right? You were talking about how, you know, if they're having it down yet, maybe Pete knocks on the door and be like, yo, I want out of here. And you talked about maybe changing, uh, talking about Lindor, maybe, you know, having a bounce back yet. Maybe if he starts hitting, you know, maybe he's like, listen, I don't want to be along for the ride. Listen, when these guys signed up to come here, not Pete because he's homegrown, but when Lindor took the free agent deal, he came here, they signed up for Steve Cohen. They signed up for it. Big free agents. Let's go. We're going to win. We're going to win three or five years. And you know what? I understand the Mets got all these prospecting concerns, got a plan in place. But you know what? You mentioned it. Empty seats, right? Empty seats. Unhappy fan base. Same thing every year. It's turning into the same nonsense. And here's the problem. Yeah. The problem is, you mentioned, uh, BT, you mentioned this for a long time. A lot of Mets fans, you hear them saying, okay, well, you know, the Yankees are going to have Soto for a year and then he's going to be in, uh, in orange and blue. He ain't coming here if there's no not to the winning culture. What, Why? What are they bringing? Where, where are they? Where's the attraction? Where, you know, okay, they can go out and sign a they each sign one free agent pitcher, isn't it? What's the message to the locker room? They've done nothing. Get me a DH. No, we didn't get a DH. Get, we have no starting pitching for next year. You traded away everybody. You didn't replace it. Oh, guys are reporting to spring training. Oh, we're just going to fill it in. Didn't, in didn't get didn't interior. get a third
2: didn't get a third baseman. I know what they're doing, but they they, they better be right because if Beatty's not ready, yes. you know Joey Wendell or whatever else you're doing over there is not incredibly appealing. So I get it. There's holes, but this is the plan. And I listen, yeah, Mike. But, and, BT, go ahead, Mike.
0: You can't just tell me you have to sell the plan to
2: the fans, and you got to sell the plan to your own team. Well, the I mean, kids, yeah, where, yeah. Where is the- well, yes and no. Can I – let me volley this back to you. Yeah, well, I think the messaging, quite frankly – thanks for the call there, Mike – is more important to the fans because if the fans don't receive the proper message, they won't be incentivized to spend their money. That's common sense. I'm less concerned with – the Mets communicating their message to the players because, quite frankly, no matter what the message is, it's the players' jobs to show up, be in shape, play hard, and try to win. That's it. Now, I I understand that Lindor might get, and this is me reacting to Mike's point, not necessarily what I think, but, like, if Lindor was about to get frisky with the direction of the Mets, and last week he spoke to the contrary, he spoke very, I thought, very affectionately and, and all in about the direction of the Mets, which I respect, but like, yo, nobody was giving you three hundred fifteen million dollars. You, you're here because nobody else was. I don't want to use the word dumb, but he's not worth three hundred fifteen million dollars. You're here because the Mets overreacted and they wanted to make a splash. So if he wants to leave, it's his prerogative, sure. But I mean, I mean, it's pretty weak if if that's the case. I mean, but where's he going? Who wants him for that yeah, money? You know. <laughs> Something I said about Edwin
4: Diaz was like they're gonna compete this year. Edwin Diaz didn't sign that contract and miss last year to come back, come back to to this. Uh, dude, this is uh...
2: it's
4: not great. We can't spin it. I can't spin it. No. I tr- I, this you whole tried week, though. This
2: whole week I tried. You tried. This you whole week, week I tried. Fight, Keith, it. he did. He tried for you. In between taunts and teases and In between, like, and being like, yeah, if you do lose, I am going to get a little giggle out of that. I'm <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. 877 337 6666. It is BT and Sal again. Tomorrow, game seven, BT and Sal. War, baseball card, World Series. I got to take it. I cannot let him win this, man. I jumped out to zip. He punched back, tied it up at two. I stole game five on his turf. He came back with a sick. He pulled seven of 11 in game six to win. I was six of 11. It was tight. Tomorrow's the clincher. Get the champagne ready. Somebody's celebrating. Uh, BT and Sal on the
1: fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on What's in Your Podcast queue.